Pauline. Hey, I'm Priscilla. I'm Pal. And I'm Tamiron. And welcome to the P3T podcast. Woohoo! I was just about to jump in. Like, mm-hmm. We don't leave some time there. Mama! Mama! I'm going back to Costa Rica. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> The original video, the mom comes and hugs the son. Son, I'm so sorry. Oh, so, so, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the P3T podcast. Glad you could be here. Um, I'm good. Are you guys good? Mm. Yeah, me, me, me. That's amazing. So now we will jump right into it. Our conversation today is about contraceptives in the church. Yeah, but Ooh. there's a disclaimer that we need to give. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this is a repetition of the conversation because um the first draft kind of was not okay, and uh, sound it, quality wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. so sound quality wise, yeah, content content was perfect. Like I cannot think of a better episode, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, the quality of the sound was not the best. So. We are redoing it. Let's just hope the remake is as good or even better as than the original. Uh, yeah, we had time to think more. Ooh, upper, I will be crucified, guys. I know it. I know it. Anyway, um, I think last time I gave a like a backstory. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let me give backstory as to why I think it's an important conversation to be had, not only in society. But also in the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, personally, in my family, a lot of my girl cousins, we just call them sisters, to be honest, but um, a lot of them have ended up getting pregnant, you know, like literally in the middle of school, we talk of pregnant. I have a cousin who actually got pregnant in class six. Jesus Christ. Yeah, quite yeah. So, and it's not only her, and it's not only on, because that cousin is from my dad's side. It's not only from my dad's side, it's also on my mom's side. Like, a lot of my cousins end up getting pregnant, like, before marriage. Okay, on my mom's side, at least they're adults and, like, they can fend for themselves, at least most of them. But I think for me... There's just a pattern I've been seeing. Like, you know, what if it's generational? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it really got me thinking about contraceptives. And uh, should we have that conversation? I think we should. I think we should. And um, that is why we are here today. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> um, so, uh, to the first question of the day, when did you learn about contraceptives? I guess I can go first. This is Pauline, by the way. So, personally, I went to, I don't know how to say about it, primary school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in essence, really that's what it was. So, like, people... Like people will talk about contrast. You remember class six, that science lesson. Mm-hmm. From that science lesson, people will talk about contraceptives like very openly. So that's why I got like a lot of information about contraceptives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
um, for me, I guess um, I had, okay, just like Pauline, I also went to a, okay, I think it's for most mixed schools though, like primary schools. Um, um, yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> me, you know, me didn't. Like in my primary, as much as we were mixed, mm. it wasn't that crazy. Ah. Like, hey, yeah, it wasn't that crazy. I mean, we were, we were curious, but right. we were not crazy. Mm. Like like now for our, our school, I remember when this whole notion of, uh, can I have your D for some sex? Can I have your dictionary for some seconds? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was, and, yeah. And we would laugh. Yeah. We would yeah. laugh. <laughs> We would say that to teachers to see their reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we're crazy, frisky people. Either way. Um, I think the first... Okay. I've heard about contraception, but then the time that hit... It hit me hard, like, yo, like, people my age are even starting to engage in sex is when we went for the boogie ride. <laughs> <laughs> a train trip, <laughs> a train trip down through Rift Valley down to Naivasha. Yeah. Okay. And my friend there was this dark tunnel for five minutes. We're in the darkness, and pitch I remember, <laughs> you know, like you can't see black. anybody. Like, <laughs> I can't see here. I can't see here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see anything. It's pitch black in the in the in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was that like darkness. And I remember there was this uh, teacher, he was the, what did we used to call them? The the teacher, no, not teacher on duty, like patron. Head of department. No, there was another senior teacher, yeah, mm. the senior teacher. Um, he was now taking his flashlight to see people, what they were doing during, <laughs> during that time when we were in the dark tunnel. And I recall um, there was this group of people who are friends with this couple. There were two guys who are dating a girl and a lady and they had sneaked off to the to the washroom so that they could do their thing mm-hmm. for like three minutes <laughs> i'm like okay surely okay and i remember the girl had now was telling us the story um how she had she had she had she had um entered her big brother's room and snuck in like condoms and the guy was trying it on <laughs> but they couldn't fit it was he, was he small or too much of it his was, age? No, it was apparently they were too tight. And I was just like, what? Your children, what do you mean too tight? <laughs> that was exaggeration. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was like, what is... going to disaffect a picture. And I was like, okay, what's... Oh, okay. It, it hit hard, like, now. Oh, yeah, there's actually something like condoms and people have tried it out and now people are talking about lubrication. It's like, hey, no, that time you're very, you're very curious. You're like, Kwani, how does a condom look? It's a 12. 12? That time we're 13. Uh, how does a condom look? Okay. <laughs> how does a condom That's how you know the difference. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Like how how does a condom look? That and then you could hear it. Oh, it they're no, scented. Like, yeah, actually, yeah. Like, we 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 need to. They look like balloons. Yeah. Hey, they look like but you could use them like as a balloon. In fact, in fact, they're more elastic. Mm. They last for longer. And oh, no, primary. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's insane. And <laughs> to me. <laughs> and also, uh, I think now that 
uh, getting to know more about contraception also was in high school, especially in Siari form four. Now when you're seeing <laughs> but that topic we really brushed through it to be honest. We're just seeing IUD, birth pills, um this, this, that. Like it was just the basics and then we moved on. Like we didn't even stay on that chapter for like more than two classes. Mm. We <laughs> we were done with it by the first class and then we moved on to the next chapter of the of the <clears> syllabus. <throat> but yeah. Um and also curiosity, just me doing my own research. I think that fueled my knowledge on contraception. Cause with Google, by the time oh, I, I had a phone by class six. So Google <laughs> Google was was my go to yeah if I had anything to research on I was just like yeah what's this all about but obviously my mom would check my phone after every week to see like what I'm looking at mm. but incognito <laughs> but I didn't know anything about incognito then yeah. so yeah uh, I guess curiosity and the availability of the internet what we learned in school peers also yeah contributed to my knowledge yeah mm. yeah um I was in an all-girls school in primary and oh. went to an all-girls school in high school and then went to uh, university. <laughs> in my all-girls Catholic school, there was uh, no such thing. I think the classes after us, yeah, maybe, or even before us, yeah, maybe. And I know the high school was wild, but like in us, we speak a lot. Okay, maybe just me and my friend. Um, we, I, me, I didn't. We learned like the, the learning about like the reproductive system and all of that. That was a bit because it was just like girls learning it, yeah. And when a male teacher taught you, it was just like you're all still girls learning about it. So even though it was kind of awkward because obviously like it's the first time you're learning about it, it's it's been shunned upon by society. You know, for you when you hear reproductive system or anything to do with sex, you're thinking taboo. You know, mm-hmm. so um, it was like okay, and we weren't like. I would not ask you to have that conversation. When I went for that um, boogie train ride, we, <laughs> we were there to do it for four. People did ride right for four elites. I think you're Barabara Kusamatu. You're Barabara. You're Barabara. You're Barabara. You're Barabara. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, I started not in high school, like, yeah, we did theory. But also, high school, I, I know like, there are people who engaged in. It's not like sex, sexual activities, but then also wasn't like in those circles. I really didn't learn much. Um, but in uni, when I came to uni, we did. So I knew like a little bit from high school, but I didn't know that much because I'm seeing myself for marriage and I'm a strong Christian girl. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but in uni, um, I joined the peer counseling club, and in order for you to, so there's like requirements for you to graduate with certification from the program. So. Um, one of the requirements is for you to attend a two-day training, and it's like from eight, no, two-week training, not two-day, two days, just two weeks, so four-day training. So, like, you go in at 8 a.m., you leave at 4 p.m. So, what? four, five, actually, because you still overstay. So, <laughs> so um, one of, in one of the sessions, we had a very long session about contraceptives, and, like, this means that, and, you know, ABCD, and, like, uh, the different tests of contraceptives, the different ways like they can be used, like 
the implications, the safety. I don't know. You know when you say it's ninety percent, the effectiveness. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the effectiveness. Um. Even the safety, like what, whether or not it prevents STDs. Mm-hmm. Um. The preference of the people who are teaching us, because it was the counselors of the school. Um. So their own personal preference. Um. Yeah. And it was a very educational session. Before that, like there's times in high school, I would like, like, your favorite YouTuber would talk about like contraceptives mm. or even like birth control or like what they use oh, that's oh, the same yeah. thing <laughs> so so contraceptives birth control so like i watched a couple of videos and i knew like roughly but that training session really like cemented what everything mm-hmm. was what everything means what people prefer so now taking all those lessons into account i think i have enough information i think for me Maybe I had things here and there, but when I actually truly like had an understanding was after an incident happened to a friend where um you know they were having fun. It was during COVID. They're having fun, enjoying themselves, a little drink here and there. So she found herself in a room naked and uh clothless. So <laughs> <laughs> wait, I said naked <laughs> And alone, and alone. And alone. So I mean, obviously, such a situation, guys. Guys, in So um, obviously, in that um, in that uh, in that position, oh. Considering the position she was left in, mm-hmm. you you know, you kind of had to assume the worst. Yeah. So I literally had to crash Coslan contraceptives. So I remember I had heard about um what is it called? P2. Not P2. Plan B. P2. Let me tell you P2 didn't even not plan B. Mm. This um this pills women take. Birth control but control yeah, the plan. daily ones. Eh? The, the daily, daily ones. ones. Mm. That's what I knew of, but I knew it wouldn't work in this situation mm-hmm. because, like, they needed to have consistently been taking them mm-hmm. from before. They can't just start now. Now, yeah. so I knew that was out of the question, and then randomly, like, out of, honestly, that was good. Like out of the bloom, I just remembered when I was in primary class six, we do this weird thing <laughs> where we take the dictionary and we go through it and we just look for perverted words. <laughs> I think so, what was wrong? What was wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what was the matter? Hey, class your, school, your schools are not far from each other. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but last we didn't do those things. Okay, rather me, I didn't do those things. <laughs> but it wasn't a thing. It really wasn't. It was like people would go to the dictionary to like see what's up but it doesn't like something people actually do yeah, yeah. yeah. we had, had those dictionary masters mm-hmm. who would go from A to Z looking for dirty words, words. <laughs> so anyway you know, sometimes sometimes it wasn't even like a dirty word it's like sometimes it was just like an organ of the body mm-hmm. that had a sexual function yeah. anyway they would like hyper focus on it yeah. <laughs> it always had to be tied back to something to do with sexual matters anyway so uh, a friend was going through the dictionary and then she came across the word morning after pill 
and it's basically P2, you know, a pill you take after a sexual experience to get rid of the fit, the the um, the egg, the fertilized egg. Yes. It's not oh. the lining. The zygote. The uterine lining. No. No. Oh. It is because by then. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Pre-fertilization oh, by oh. ruining your lining. Oh. Oh. So fertilization okay, might take like, place. Mm-hmm. You can't stop it. It's yeah. already taken place. Yeah. Oh. So now you need to stop the pregnancy. Mm. Okay. You need to stop it from implanting. Implanting. Okay. Wow. We might be interested. The more you know. The, I know. The more you live, the more you know. So it just that's why you bleed. Me. Yeah. Sorry. I've you just bleed. connected the dots. No. Oh, what? You like bleed. when you take the yeah, after pill. Yeah, you pay, you bleed. Because it's oh my yeah. god. Yeah. You come it's, like, it's like as a woman, you're just learning things every day. <laughs> and you are a woman. I can only this. I can only like think of how men feel when they learn these things. So I'm so sure. You're welcome. Yeah, we educate you every day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it, like it randomly just came to my mind. And then I did a little bit of research. I learned that they were effective after the first 72 hours. Mm-hmm. But the sooner the better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, we kind of had to help our girl in that situation. So, you know, to be younger, better because we were broke. We were broke, homie. Still are, but. <laughs> <laughs> A lot will come through. Amen. So, <laughs> so to got bought, got got the money, bought the yeah. pill. How much is the pill though? It's like two hundred. Why are you curious? No, two hundred. Two hundred. Yes. <laughs> you guys, it was COVID. Who, which parent is giving you money and you in the house? True. Okay, but that's, that's valid. valid. Yeah. And even the time in context. Yeah. yeah. So. I think from then I was just like, hey, it's too serious. Um, I need to equip myself with some level of education. Mm-hmm. So, like Paul mentioned, you'd see your favorite YouTubers here and there mentioning something about it. I just so, got off birth control, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I remember there's, there's one particular YouTube channel that I really enjoy that actually brought in a, a guy now who oh, talked nice. about it. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was really cool. Which channel? Uh, over 25. Mm. Oh, they brought someone. Mm. Oh, I'll check it out. I'll, eh? see, I'll check it out. I'm yeah, yeah. It was, it was quite informative, that episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they talked about contraceptives. And I was like, wow, I think this is information everybody should have. And I think <laughs> more, <laughs> more, con- um, more specifically, maybe the church should start talking about it. Because, I mean... At the end of the day, abstinence is a form of contraception, guys. So, I mean, why not learn the whole of it? <laughs> we just learn one when you can learn all. Uh, Let me sit up. Getting around. Getting Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, opinion here. It's not a very opinion. Okay. Your opinion doesn't be opinion. Okay, this is my belief, mm-hmm. and it's a question all at once. <laughs> so, <laughs> as you said, it was recorded before. So, okay, like I had earlier, like I had said, I had said earlier 
Kisungu, kisungu. Like I had said earlier, me, personally, I really think that it should be taught in church because, recent, because, um, church is a very strong pillar of society. Mm-hmm. And for society to learn or to be educated on certain things, it needs to come from places of I don't know, I guess quote unquote authority or like think places like school, church. Mm-hmm. Places like school. Church. Places like school. What are <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that is my very um controversial opinion. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I opened the floor to your daggers. <laughs> it's not that we have daggers, yeah? And I don't want to... Maybe we do. Maybe we do. They are not that sharp. Yes, poor one. He's the most painful. Here's the thing, though, yeah? What is the church's position on sex? The church's position on sex is abstinence until you're married and ready. Yeah? yeah. That's the church's position on sex. Mm. So why should the church also bear the burden of now showing you how to have sex before marriage? Why why should it bear that burden? Okay. Isn't that just obviously we're going back on its word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think here's the point, yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't think and I know Paul will agree with me. We're not saying people should have. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Paul. We're not saying people shouldn't have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Please, that's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. We're saying it's not the church's job to have this conversation mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. Can I say the church does talk about contraception in premarital counseling because of the position that they hold that Pauline has just come from talking about mm-hmm. that you have sex within the institution of marriage. If me, Palanga, at a skinny boyfriend, you know, you have a team, my thoughts in a fan to think about this crush, at a Miss Nanga, Miss Lafanto. Just a meme, what I, I uphold the Christian values, yeah, of, mm-hmm. and I believe that we should abstain, as a Christian, you should abstain until marriage, yeah, mm-hmm. and I only hold those who um, believe the same thing to that. Standard. Yeah. I don't. If, you, if you're not a Christian, if you're not somebody of faith, if you don't believe that, I have no business with you. I have no business following up with you about that in that manner. You know. Yeah. Now my business becomes. If you don't hold the same belief as me, then my business becomes like: Are you having safe sex? sex? Are you? I hold you according to the standard that you want to be held. Yeah. Which is the same thing in the church. The church holds. The church is an institution where Christians come together to fellowship. So the church is where Christian beliefs are cemented. The second you start to tell people, okay, yeah, people in society are having sex, so here, here are contraceptive methods, then I feel like it's counterintuitive mm. to the purpose and the plan that the church is meant to serve mm-hmm. as God's people. So yes, I feel mm-hmm. like the church does teach on contraception, mm. but within the institution that it's destined for, which is marriage. So if mm-hmm. me, I'm not going to have a marital counseling session. Okay. So I don't know if they're doing it well or if they're not doing it well. Yeah. But like in my church, no hate, no hate, no hate. A lot of people who are doing premarital counseling are like they've been married for like 20 years, 
30 years so they got married in the 1990s mm-hmm. yeah so i don't think like they might be up to speed or up to date mm-hmm. with some of the contraceptive methods that, that have been recently introduced mm-hmm. yeah. so i think maybe huh for real yeah will you hear any adult talking about using the patch any african adult any african mm-hmm. older adult mm-hmm. i think like i i don't think like some of them might know some some of the older people who've been married for forever might know like these modern contraceptive methods but i don't think they know exactly what it entails like the pros the cons the what because for them whatever they've been using has worked yeah because mm-hmm. they have they managed to have their three children that's the something <laughs> so, um yeah so i think maybe it might need to be updated if not if it's not been updated yet mm-hmm. perhaps it might need to be updated in the church but i think like for the basic common forms of contraceptives they do teach but maybe it might just need to be taught a little bit better because we're seeing so many couples like you've got to imagine and then immediately you have a child that you didn't want mm. and that happens a lot in churches today so i feel like there i agree with you like those who are premarital counseling needs to have better contraceptive methods because i don't that my biggest fear about getting married in my church is not knowing how to use a contraceptive properly like i don't go to people who are afraid although i know they're not afraid to talk about this thing mm-hmm. but that's why i'm even like considering like in the future going to an actual like gynecologist going to an actual psychologist who will take me step by step like this like for even premarital all counseling for premarital just mm-hmm. regular counseling yeah sorry mm-hmm. i think i think she's also brought up something very important about um contraception and the methods that the church um sees viable for christians you know there are certain mm, contraceptive methods that they're the like, church is like um, yeah. this is a sin man like mm, you right. with like iud uh the copper iud oh okay because they see it okay i've heard stories where some churches think it's uh, a form of abortion i know at uh, the after pill a lot of people want to think mm, it's yeah. cause yeah because the question is now so where are you going to draw the, draw line, the line between contraception and abortion yeah mm. um so uh in line with your question on whether the church should speak um or support other i mean support speaking about contraception and the other forms of it openly in my honest opinion i do agree because i find as you said the church is a very um key pillar in society and majority of teachers majority of of parents go to church these are our primary our primary and secondary pillars in society mm-hmm. other than our pastors we look to our parents other than our parents we look to our teachers our lecturers people who educate us because education has become a very key thing in society and uh like look at um for instance uh how do i explain a kid would spend most of their day in school right mm-hmm. and i think with the church destigmatizing the conversation the around. conversation around sex it would grow it, it would go a long way for even teachers to feel comfortable having this kind of conversation seeing that a pastor is comfortable having this conversation will also allow a teacher to be a little bit comfortable like okay yeah it's something that needs to be talked about have you guys seen the research um that has been done by the Kenya Bureau of Statistics something mm-hmm. of men 
the average uh, man, oh, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, the average man a kenyan man has seven sexual partners and a kenyan woman has two part, uh, sexual partners either way that goes a long way to to tell us that abstinence is not working Mm. abstinence is literally not working and now you see the thing is we can't we can't go on in that notion of ignorance 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 you're saying you've been shot on the leg and you're saying you're not bleeding that's society right now it's bleeding Mm -hmm. and now what are we supposed to do we can't just act okay i'm not saying (laughs) we faith is wrong Mm -hmm. but like we just can't say like okay it will stop bleeding in the name of Jesus you need to put a bandit on it mm. or do something about it so that it stops bleeding mm. and that's how society is, is 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 it's 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 at its breaking point mm. girls are getting pregnant okay <laughs> wait girls are getting pregnant um and i know we 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 i'm not saying uh, uh, okay sex talk should be there right mm. sex talk should be advocated for yeah but then we all, all agree. Yeah, we all agree. Yeah, we all agree that sex talk should be advocated yeah. for. But now I think the conflicting part is now can the church supporting or talking no, the church talking about it in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. It's like them going back on their word. I don't think it's them going back on their word. It's me, them informing see. the congregation of the options but then standing on what is right. Well, you for okay. instance, okay. <laughs> I know, I know where you're going. Oh, I would differ. I would differ. With, okay, continue, continue. Like it's like, it's like. How do I explain? You know the way uh, Jesus said. He said, uh, "Here's the path of life and death. Mm-hmm. Choose life that you may live." Mm-hmm. Before you is the path of life, and before is the path of death. Now, in my opinion, how I look at it in this approach is, a person would say, "Okay." Sex before marriage is a sin. It's written in the Bible. Clearly, it's a sin. But then, same thing with the very basic sins we do. We know lying is a sin. Don't we lie every day? Mm. We know for... We, gossip. We know gossip is a sin. Don't we do it every day? In the church even. Yeah. Especially. Now, same thing. We know sex is a sin, but people do it every day. Uh-huh. The whole point is, it's easier. I feel like if, 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 uh, how do I explain? If a pastor or a religious leader were to lay out the options of, okay, our stance is on abstinence, yeah? But we do believe, we do know you're human. You stumble. You stumble. It's true. People yeah. stumble. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we talked about secondary purity yeah. yeah there are girls out there who have had sex be it even their free will even rape whatever mm. case it may be mm. but then they've had sex mm. it was a sin they admit it was a sin but then they decide that okay wait the rape was not a sin okay the rain was, yeah rape was not a sin it was a sin but the, the victim is not the sin That's yeah. What I'm yeah. 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 yeah either way we know that happens but then it's going them going back to god and uh waiting now until marriage for them to engage in that act yeah mm. i think the the church the church's role is just to promote information mm. and promote 
destigmatization of the okay, issue. Okay. I think that's the paramount role that the church should Ah, there's something you said that I wanted to build. Okay, mm-hmm. I differ with you a bit okay. when it comes to teaching it. Okay, no, we are. No, we are. Listen, <laughs> listen, 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 we are. Listen, we are. No, we are not. Listen to me, please. Listen. Last episode, when someone read the Bible in context, Donna. If you know, you don't know. Listen to me. Um, I remember when I was learning about periods, it mm-hmm. wasn't mentioned on the pulpit. Yeah. Like, um, we had uh, we had some ladies from the church mm-hmm. talk to us. They called us back to church on a Sunday or was it a Saturday in the afternoon, and they sat us down and they told us about periods. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, kind of. Mm-hmm. Is how the church should, especially for she girls. Me, honestly, I feel like it's especially for girls, because mm-hmm. we have more to lose. We have yes, we have. First of all, yes, mm-hmm. we have more to lose. Number one, number two. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the reality of things and that the reality of life is that uh, we are a bit gullible. Maybe not us. We are not. Maybe not us. Brought up in the city. We're not us city girls. But also, yes, as city girls, mm-hmm. like, what? Okay, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, we're, we're a bit gullible, we're a bit, um, I hate to call us naive, but uh, it's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. You mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that information would be very empowering. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, that information from the church, even more, more empowering. empowering. Exactly. And, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to And I know what you guys are about to say. Okay, this is this is this is me personally. Mm. I think the church has already failed when it comes to teaching about abstinence. It's yeah. failed terribly. Look at the number. You guys, Statistics. not only has it failed, it's ah, like ah, it, it irritates me so much when a girl in church gets pregnant and they're shamed in front of the congregation mm. because first of all, you're the you're the reason that girl is on that pulpit. Because you didn't properly educate the girl on why they should abstain. You just told her abstain. Honestly, have you ever been told why you should why abstain? You should abstain? Yeah. yeah, maybe you. You're lucky to have that information. But nobody told that girl in, okay, I'll use my village, Mutuot, why they should abstain. They were just told don't have sex. Nobody told them why. And then now they have a boyfriend and the boyfriend is telling them, you want to prove that you love me, have sex with me. Mm-hmm. So like, she has no standing for her. Yeah. She has nothing to say, but, but what? Okay. Are we allowed to talk now? Are yeah. Are yeah. biting yeah. our lips? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, anyway, what I was leading to when, you, when I was saying this point is mm-hmm. that I think before we think of ways to teach better, we could put a band-aid on it by having contraceptive education. I don't think contraceptive education is a, is a band-aid. Mm-hmm. I think that you're right. As a church, we have failed to talk about 
abstinence and abstinence and why and we are producing not i want to talk about girls we are producing people in general mm-hmm. who are very ignorant because like going into university me i've learned about like not no i knew about like sex and whatever a bit earlier mm-hmm. but i've learned about the extent to which people were have been engaging in sexual activity in uni because like it's mm-hmm. a melting pot yeah mm-hmm. and um, i also go to the super spreader of super gonorrhea so like of course these conversations are there and are present mm-hmm. um but it's a, a part anyway so like learning about that now i'm done like genuinely i am naive because i didn't know however i've also been in the privileged position of being mm. in the faith for a oh. reason for like a reason that i like i'm i'm subscribed to this faith because i want to mm, not yeah. because i've just been brought up in the faith mm-hmm. there are people who up until they leave ushago they learn they're just christians because that's what they know that's how they've been brought up mm. they don't know the benefits of being a christian yes they know jesus but like they don't really know jesus you know it's just it's like your culture mm-hmm. like being a queer being a low being a luya mm-hmm. that's a way of life and then you come to nairobi nobody talks to you about sex in wherever you've come from even if you come from tao nobody has talked to you about sex and whatever so you come to uni and this guy comes anakuchenga one two yeah anakwambia kuja tufanye iki iki too you're just like okay i won't come to uni you fall into peer pressure but you have no idea what you're falling into so you go you're with this guy you're like this guy's like ah ata leo hakuna haja kutumia ra raba oh like yes tunafaa kutumia apana nikifanya hivi hivi hakuna kitu tafanyika this girl falls pregnant i think if we decide that this conversation is not going to be held by the church then we cannot be saying that the church has any stand any pillar in society if it has such exactly. a strong position if we are telling influencers of all people you should speak out and this are just speaking out on this and yet the ones being affected by it then why should we not hold the church to the same standards if the church is not going to speak about it and the church is our it's one of our town squares it is So if we are relegating this conversation to the society what do you think the outcome is going to be So if the church says okay fine let's talk about contraception let's equip our people with this information so that should they fall because we're not we don't want you to fall yeah. but should they fall then they're falling into sin yes but the consequences shall not be so great because now it's an all or nothing type of situation you get but should they choose to fall the consequences will not be as great will we iterate and reiterate a thousand times that sin that um premarital sex is sin our recommendation is abstinence and that is our stand yes but equipping you with this knowledge will not hurt if you yeah. so choose to have sex you would have had sex anyway having this knowledge will not be the catalyst Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. I think that's that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Bold of you to assume it wouldn't be the catalyst. <laughs> Very bold yeah. of you to assume. Are they having sex anyway? So, yeah. so are they so are they having sex anyway? Because the point you're making is they are coming to town, they are being lied to. Okay. Let me can I just start from the beginning? What are some maneno ya town? They don't even have to come to town. I'm down. I'm down. Asante. Let's go with the friend our own. 
<laughs> okay. So let me first start by saying mm-hmm. Pal and I okay, let me not let me stop speaking for Pal uh-uh. and I. For Pal and I. <laughs> okay. Pal and I aren't necessarily saying mm-hmm. that the conversation on sex shouldn't be destigmatized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not what we are saying. We're not saying leave these girls to make their own decision by themselves, blind them, let them not even know that they're men who exist. No, that's not what we are saying. In fact, I would love it. I would love it if the church called young girls and told them. If a man tells you the only way you he can you can prove your love to him is when you open your legs for him, that man does not love you. Mm. I wish the church would tell young girls that. I wish the church would tell young girls that you don't have to compromise in the name of finding a husband. Mm. Because that's another thing. People put so much focus on finding a husband that you feel like you have to do everything in your power to find a husband. If the church told young girls, you don't have to, by the way, mommy, you're fine. Mm. You're fine without a husband. I wish the church that. So the point we're making is we're not saying the church has done a great job at um, encouraging people to abstain from sex. They haven't. That's not the point we're making. Mm. The point we're making is the conversation of contraception is not the church's to have. Yeah. Because that is not the position of the church. The position, the role of the church is to uphold the Christian values. Mm-hmm. You don't uphold the Christian values by going back on them. Mm-hmm. You don't uphold the Christian values by saying, okay, yeah, don't don't have sex before marriage, but yes. if you want, here are all the ways you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's not how you uphold the Christian values. I know. Yeah. I feel like to some extent it might be a form of enabling. And I said this like in the first episode. It might be a form of enabling to tell people, so this is how we stand. But yeah, all the different ways and methods you can have sex and no one will know about it. Listen, the Christian faith promotes accountability, yeah. And I agree with you, Tamiron, Christian girls being shamed from being pregnant and horrible. horrible. It's a horrible thing. thing. Yeah, but then you're teaching them to hide in their sin. When you're telling them to have all these contraceptives, yeah, because you go, you do your thing, you move on. So even though you use contraceptives because you've learned it from society, the church, the church can't be an enabler for that. You get. If we are not conforming to the patterns of this world, let us stand firm against the things that are happening in society. How do you stand firm? Promote this abstinence because you saying, okay, it's happening. So now let's teach you. Uh, to kind of help solve the situation, that's not standing firm, in my opinion. You're not standing firm as a church, yeah? But if you're standing firm in your Christian faith, if you're saying no, you say no with your chest, you know? So as Pauline said, be teach your, your girls, and even your men, because there are young men out here who are fa- facing a lot of peer pressure. Actually, can I just men. speak on a... I'm not arguing with you right now. Um, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> but um, I know we're talking about girls a lot. But also to highlight the male plight, um, which again is what I learned from the university. Mm-hmm. Um, men will be taught. You're going through your life in your curricular family, circle, mm-hmm. village, yeah. society, whatever. And you've been taught all of these values. And you either go to high school. Because for men, it's at least like in high school. Yeah. yeah. Go to high school, all these men are like, What's wrong with you? So even for we are highlighting mm. girls because that's the plight we are the most conversant, familiar, familiar mm. with, and that's what we are at risk. We are at risk with, but also guys are like like um, mm. sim- uh, as recently as like a couple of weeks, months ago. There's somebody who I know who a girl like pretended to be drunk and like cling on to him and wanted to basically like almost force herself on him. So it is an issue with men. We 
hundred percent understand that it's not only girls being led to men are being led to out here by both but men we and women. We have but buttons. not no, forget it about that. You know some people who okay. don't know after mama yako. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Yeah. I know so many yeah. people who they woke up one morning. <laughs> with a letter that said this is your son. Mm-hmm. Keep him. I don't want him. And just like that he became a father. You can't mm-hmm. and you know in this country paternity tests aren't normalized. Yeah. So you can't even as the family you can't reject this kid. Like your mom is going to tell you sasa when mwanaume fanya kama mwanaume endo tafute kazi this is your baby get ready to provide for this baby like it's actually a thing like yeah end of statement yeah. <laughs> and so something it's something men face we understand however just to talk more familiar with so please do not misinterpret anything i said today as us being against men please <laughs> we love you men we love you. continue so um yeah i don't know what i was saying yeah so it's like it also affects men like young men because now for young men the conversation needs to be a, a bit different in the sense that they need to be taught to not listen to their counterparts in high school mm. you know that when they come out of high school they can find so many other men who okay i don't know how many other but so many other men who are christian and they're following the straight and narrow path and they're still like on their journey to heaven yeah mm. sorry can i add yeah mm. but i'm finished but yeah <laughs> okay finish and then i'll add is it it's tied to yeah, the yeah, men yeah yeah talk about it i think another thing is and we talked about this in the purity culture episode mm. i think mm-hmm. the church the church has very heavily um insisted on abstinence towards the females yeah. so very heavily where the ones constantly being told what don't 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 you mm-hmm. see a man you run from him but it's also because the consequences are still yeah are still very heavy on a woman and i don't refuse but what this creates is it creates men mm-hmm. who don't necessarily care about abstinence yeah. so there's no you know how kuna mama wa church atawaita kama wasichana you know you sit down you have these conversations um but then like there there's no an equivalent for men yeah. there's not the older generation of men telling the younger generation of men you don't have to sleep with 30 something women to be considered a man yeah. you know so these men these young 15 16 year old men boys men i don't know <laughs> are living <laughs> the andrews <laughs> <laughs> they're living whatever cocoon they were in and they're entering society and because they've never been told by anyone older than them that they don't have to conform to society to be considered a man they're being assaulted they're being assaulted with the idea that the more women you sleep with the more of a man you are yeah. and this is something i genuinely think the church should do more of i genuinely yeah. think the church should sit down with these men and tell them you don't have to yeah. you, that's not what makes you a man yeah. So to those who know me know that um I don't have the best memory, especially like short term. I don't have the best short term, even long term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you guys are talking, I wrote points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um just like I said that the church is that the church's role is to promote information. Mm-hmm. I think the church's role is to promote the truth. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and okay. and for contraceptive us, is not truth for us as christians the truth is to stay abstinent until marriage which is why i think comprehensive information about contraceptive in the christian church in the christian context needs to be provided during primary classes 
Me and Pauline, once again, me and Pauline are not saying contraception is not a thing that should be talked about in society. Mm-hmm. It is a societal issue. Therefore, it should be dealt on a societal level. So, it By can me. be brought It can be brought into the education system and taken very seriously. All these people that come around to give people talks about, like, periods or not, whatever. Even washing your hands. Yeah. Soap. Yeah. Like, people come to talk to kids about everything. Mm. They can also come to talk to kids about contraception. Yeah. In your but community. if the conversation is not normal, especially yeah. in a... Sorry, let you finish that. Yeah, in a uni- in a university, like in my university, I learned about contraception because there's a training offered, and I went. In my university, we have okay, but although my university is like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I understand that it's in a privileged position, but I don't think the counseling centers, counseling centers, yeah, I don't think the counseling centers in other universities can't adopt a similar approach you know like maybe the counseling department i don't know if there's a there's a board yeah <laughs> like for mental health it can be like all universities you need to hold fairs or you need to hold events because you have career week you have what culture week Cindio. Mm. have a vct in fact yeah my university used to have a unit for hiv and aids exactly but everybody had you no know, they scrapped it yeah. that every single human had being who enrolled had to take mm. so to curb the spread of hiv and mm. aids mm. and it worked yeah Run ads Amazing. on radio, run yeah. ads on TV, yeah. talk about these things, you know, mm-hmm. have shows. We've had a whole show of this mama talking about how you should be a woman that be married. If you could have that, have shows on TV that talk about it and in a way that will appeal to like all ages. Yeah. I'm sure if you put if you present it in a clean manner, even the Christians will tell you, Why are you promoting this? Why are you not Christian mm-hmm. Christians, the mm-hmm. heavily religious people? Mm-hmm. They'll be like, Why are you promoting this? this is not godly, this is not a our society, blah blah, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The second opinion that I have Hey bro, German is a that we're a bit gullible or naive. So why not just take away that naivety? Why, why not How just take, take, it take it away? Tell us tell that about, about the matter of the situation. People tell you, mm-hmm. but the fact, no, listen, people mm-hmm. tell you, go out and abstain. Go and tell them, they were saying now, mm-hmm. there are boys in university who are going to come and tell you, come, they don't even tell you come to You get they tell you ah come to Kwabidiangu ah ten minutes to ten minutes come to watch movie you know so you just tell them like these are the intentions and then you also tell them why abstaining is is you should abstain so you give the uh, uh, no I give them all the information of like these are some of the circumstances which are bound to arise when you come to when you go to university. First, keep to yourself, kidogo. You know, observe the society, the, the people around you. Don't get too excited. You know, mm. make a friend of a similar nini as you. Or when you like, let's say, sisi tulenda shule i shule tu shule x high school. Yeah. So in the CU, sasa niabe to ambiane to cook accountability partners. So me and Pauline are accountability partners. So even though I'm schooling in Bungoma, Pauline is still talking to me and are still holding each other upright in a, in a godly manner. So I don't think it's, I don't, I think there's ways that you can talk about contraception because I agree, teen pregnancy is a problem. Mm. Um, not so teen pregnancy, but still teen pregnancy, I, in, aka university pregnancies, <laughs> are still a challenge and still a problem. Yeah, but I think 
that it's not it's not the church is running to do this. If they compromise on their stance, they compromise on the stance of the Lord and the stance that we should hold up as practicing active Christians. Okay. Uh, yes, Paul, I meant not Paul. Priscilla, you allow me to say this, then yeah. I come back to you. Okay. Paul, I do accept what you said. You 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 made sense. You made sense. I don't accept, but I you've made sense. Mm. Yeah. You've had. But ni me kuskia. I've I've listened. Kujakubali lakini meskia. Meskia. Now, you said something about the church. It's not the place. It's not the church's position mm. to have those conversations. But look at the society we live in. It's not even. Um, about Christianity, we live in a very religious. So what's the church for? Religious. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. No, like, I guess now that we've narrowed into the church, we'll talk about the church. Mm-hmm. We live in a very religious society. Look at the schools we go to. Mm-hmm. You went to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll have conversions like that? I, think I they should am, be mandated to. Yes, they should be mandated to, but they they still there's some yeah there's some because yeah. you hold the name of the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> I think as like uh, all like, like, school. Like, You're not the Catholic Church. Yeah. You hold no, the name of, you hold the you. of the Catholic Church. Church. Let me tell you, you cannot have that conversation in the school I currently go to. You cannot. Even I, I think I mentioned I'm in the school's podcast. We have to filter everything. Mm. Otherwise the school will take us out. So how are you supposed to have those conversations in educational institutions mm-hmm. when they're, they're, they're under the, the umbrella of the church or they're under the umbrella of... Uh, yeah, you're either under the umbrella of the church or the umbrella of a religious institution. So how are you supposed to normalize those conversations if they don't begin from the church? On to Priscilla. <laughs> to add on to what you're saying, even to your question, you see the way, let's for, let's give an instance of like the Catholic schools, yeah? yeah. Like Karen mentioned how the contraceptives, <laughs> like some, the Catholic church doesn't support some contraceptive um, methods. Yeah. Now, I could how, be wrong. Yeah. Correct me. How, how, how will a Catholic, let's say, institution talk about, like a school now? We want these things to be talked about in school. Mm-hmm. How will a Catholic school that follows Catholic principles talk about principles that they themselves do not even believe in, nor support? Additionally, to Paul, I, I heard you, I understood, I, you spoke a lot of sense, also you, Pauline. I you, liked, you're making sense. You guys make you're sense, right? Sense. But then, the issue that I have is, our generation is very open-minded. Mm-hmm. Our generation, like the kind of the kind of um, solutions we've come up with, having talk shows, mm-hmm. like adopting these reality TV shows, like uh, not reality TV shows, like mm-hmm. the Beam Safari kind of talks. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be very helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then let me give a day-to-day conversation I had with someone. So I had a conversation with someone and I was talking about like how in my institution, my school, there are condoms in the washroom. Mm-hmm. And then um, like in all bathrooms, you have to find a whole carton, like a box of condoms. Mm-hmm. Every cubicle has one. Mm-hmm. So um, I was telling them, oh yeah, like uh, in our washrooms, there are condoms. And then they're like, cause this person is older than me. And they're like, oh, that's not right. They're promoting sex mm. and now you're like it's 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 not them promoting sex it's them promoting safe sex because they know sex is happening around students either and way. either way even if you were to tell them abstain they'll still go and have sex mm. now my 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 what i'm trying to get trying to, get to is with our generation 
it's it's i don't think the problem is our generation i think the problem is appealing to this our parents generation mm. and also the generation of also before our parents but then they're dying whoa like 30 to 40 years <laughs> but then the, the the ones that are still here it's our parents mm. and also a little bit of like our, i think our generation is kind of divided especially gen z's mm. you'll have like liberal ones who not really progressive and just progressive ones and then you'll have these ones who are still carrying on the kind of traditionalistic mentality of their parents can i just say something funny something okay. funny mm-hmm. it's funny how we're talking about the liberal and progressive and the previous episode we were like we are seen as conservative sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah like they have this uh yeah conservative, conservative perspective mm-hmm. and now it's mm, it's it's now trying to appeal to them to see that having this conversation is okay because i think the like what tamiron said our our country our people they are very religious mm-hmm. they are very you okay i'm not going to go into politics but you can see it even in our politics Mm-hmm. true you can see it in our politics mm-hmm. everyone listens to what any prophet says that's the first that's the first go to person god has said mm-hmm. god has said god has said so that already shows you the amount of power the church holds that like the church is the number one in this country if you if you can appeal to the church you you're already in politically you're already in socially you have it all you have the power of this country mm-hmm. now that's the issue because how is it that we can say yeah go preach in schools yeah go do this yeah go like in other institutions but not the church because and the church no, 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 because no institutions are secular but they're heavily influenced by, by the, the church. church you know exactly. if if we if we start that have, having that conversation outside of the church tutakujiwa the education system itakujiwa and a month after that thing was institutionalized Kiasi kiasi tu utapata imekufa nobody is talking about it anymore yeah. why because the church is not talking about it the church is complete okay so, it makes sense why it's against it but i mean what are wrong which brings us back to our question mm-hmm. what is the role of the church is the role of the church to safeguard what is what society is holding or is the role of the church to safeguard the christian values you know that's the that's the question of like yes yes it would be great if we could have these conversations in church but at the end of the day what is the church communicating to the public when it says don't have sex but these are all the other ways you can have sex you know like we're not saying and i feel like we've repeated this this is like the fourth time we're saying this <laughs> we're not saying don't have the conversation and like even with the older generation mm-hmm. do you think they're unteachable is my question to you it's not that they're unteachable but the people they will listen to is the church do you think no. they listen to the church no. yes, or do you think they kashifu the church because they I, are the church if mm-hmm. if the church starts mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about contraception mm-hmm. do you think they'll now start saying ah the church has strived and the church has we need a way we need new churches in this country we need to reform there needs to be a reformation we are praying and fasting for a reformation of the church <laughs> you know like that is what is going to happen yeah. so i feel like it's just going to be a back and forth mm. then the amount of impact you think it's going to have it won't mm. because of the soul the root problem that that conversation cannot thrive in church is because that's not the role 
or sorry, that's not the position of the church. Mm. That's why it can't thrive. No matter how much we want it to, that's why it won't thrive in church because that's not the position the church holds. Yes, Paul. Um, I think mm-hmm. Tamara, you talked a lot about the way um like people not be receptive to you because the country is highly um religious, religious yeah. So basically you've talked about public opinion. So, you know, there's a lot of times when the government has done stuff and the public opinion has been against it. And it it's been proven that as long as the government stands firm on what it's doing, then public opinion won't matter. You'll still have to do it anyway. You'll still have to move on with it. An example, Said Kona C D C when people were planning public opinion of on CDC is horrible. When people were vying for political seats some of the some of the things that they said were, oh, we're going to come, we're going to stamp out CBC, we promise, voters in, we'll stamp it out, nini, nini, nini. Sindio, mm. Sasa, they got into power. CBC is still here, stronger than ever. Mm. So we've had our first nini. Junior secondary. Our first then, junior secondary exam. Mm. Yeah, the first assessment. That's yeah. what they call it. Do you know what it's called? <laughs> you know the name. What the oh Kepsea. Eh, Kepsea. They had the, the first Kepsea exam. Yeah. That's what they call like now KCP. Eh. Kepsea. Eh. Is is it even KCP? Uh-huh. Similar. Yeah. Just a few years before. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we've had we've had our first Kepsea as mini exam assessments, yeah. And it's clear that CBC is going nowhere. Although public opinion holds strongly that CBC should be removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a similar manner, the if you're a Catholic school, before you are a before you're Catholic, you are a school. Therefore, you abide by Ministry of Education guidelines. You abide by all the things that are set up and set out for that school. If you are not, that's like um, especially like private schools. If you don't have like ICT classes, if you don't have like certain guidelines, like even PE. You know, if you don't have PE, you could be shut down. Yeah, if you don't have these things then the government will come after you. Same exact thing. Hold schools accountable. That's all I'm saying. If you hold schools accountable and you tell them, if you make it a policy, you can't do anything about it. You have to teach up. You have to teach it. If the Ministry of Education says, okay, now in all schools they have to talk about contraceptives, this is the syllabus. And the syllabus is easy to access these days. It's all digitized. Mm-hmm. You just pull it out of the CCBC. CBC has a way that you can pull it out of the system yeah. and then just teach. Cindio, mm-hmm. put in it fact, in the system. In fact, make sex ed a lesson. Exactly. Make it a lesson. Exactly. Make it a compulsory lesson that everyone has to Take. Yeah, so introduce it like in classics as a subject, mm-hmm. not as a topic in theory, because that's how they were able to bypass it. Yeah. Oh, I do not to be tested, mm. keep it under the rug. If you make it a subject that is tested, people will learn about it. I and guarantee. At the end of the day, as much as we want our parents all to know contraception, at the end of the day, they're not the ones who use it. Mm. They're not the ones suffering from teenage pregnancy. Mm. It's us. Mm. Well, not us, like physically us, but like our age group. Yeah. We are the ones who need to know. Yeah. You know? So, like, yes, they'll refuse, but at the end of the day, you in class six, you have been taught about contraceptions. Umeenda, ume, umeona wavulana, hey, moto moto, nataka kuexperiment. <laughs> Umepata, ume, umefanya kan, kanini, umefanya ansi sex mm. but now you know it doesn't matter if your if your mother thinks you have a, you nini if your mother has strong opinions against the contraceptive method you use yeah. that's not going to stop you from using it the same way your mother your mother's uh, nini strong opinions about abstinence have not stopped you from having sex yeah. mm-hmm. so your mother's strong opinions about contraceptive will not stop you from using them at the end of the day at least in my opinion mm-hmm. the religion doesn't always have 
a strong a stronghold on policy they have a stronghold on, pan, on public opinion but public opinion does not equate to policy mm. like when they rolled out the vaccines initially there's a lot of speculation about them a large a vast majority of the church were saying don't take these vaccines mm. for obvious reasons because they are produced so quickly it has never happened before mm. not in our life, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, including but, including the catholic church yeah including the catholic church people are saying don't take these vaccines until it was proven later much later on that vaccines are actually beneficial and they are not the mark of the beast don't bring it to me until it was proven otherwise later on like basically half of the population had been vaccinated yeah mm. a lot of people had been vaccinated because policy was brought forward Cindy, mm. policy it doesn't policy overshadows everything it overshadows religion it overshadows public opinion it overshadows personal bias everything as long as the policy is put in place people have to follow it that's why in catholic schools you can't discriminate like in the school that i went to we had muslims you can't discriminate against them you get in general you can't discriminate against and that is my value yeah but <laughs> like you it was made clear zero discrimination zero tolerance of discrimination is supposed to be had in schools policy overshoots everything in my opinion okay uh-huh. as a yeah. public policy student <laughs> i don't appreciate throwing around my course like this <laughs> but number one i just want to uh the point that you're making the church, you know, thing section we talked about, and conservation shouldn't be talked about, but it just isn't a church's um, place. Place, place, yeah. For us, I think that's where the problem is. You guys see it as a contradiction. We don't see it as a contradiction. Mm-hmm. We are saying yes. Talk about abstinence. What abstinence is the way to go? The truth. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that's a lie, but we're saying that talking about contraception does not mean you're going back on your earlier statement. And I think that's where our first point of contention yeah. is. I think Apple from the root, yeah. but also there's something that's written that I'd say. Do you want to say them out of what is the last thing you said? Policy. Mm-hmm. I like what you talked about about policy and when the vaccines came out, yes, you are right. Policy made it mandatory for people to get vaccinated because like you can't travel to certain countries, you can't go to certain places. That is true. But there are still people who are unvaccinated in countries with the highest measures like the US. Mm-hmm. And even here. The US are... is like 85% vaccinated but continue. Mm-hmm. No, but you're hearing a statistic. Mm-hmm. 85 percent mm. not even higher but i said 85 to be more than it let's just say 85 because i think the last time may I checked like it was 80 like when biden first came in mm. it was like 85 mm. i don't know if it's reason mm. so even countries like developed countries like the u.s with the data yeah we were getting data from the u.s from their cdc mm-hmm. there's this there's this that's where you got our information from they're still doctors why because of and there, I don't think the church was against vaccination. It wasn't as strong as here. It wasn't as strong as here. You know, there, they have, in my experience, or from what I've observed, they have, like, the church, and then they have, like, conspiracy theories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what were conspiracy theories? What were conspiracy theories? So, the point I was trying to make, and I think I went in a roundabout way, is, mm. 
yes, policy was in place, but in this country, the church, the churches in particular, I'm not talking about the Catholic church, but they're like sects, mm-hmm. who, sects of like the Christian faith, who also said, no, ikitu hatuchukui. There are friends I have, and probably have the same friends, <laughs> who have actively like, told us that they don't believe in the vaccine. They're probably in the university, who are like, I, they're not even religious, but they're like, I want to scatter makanisa zilikata. They are not even religious. Mm. This political ascribed to religious, religious, religious doctrine, doctrine and teaching. But the church has a loud voice. Mm. It does. Mm. And so, if it ha- if you have such a loud voice and there's a problem and you're not using your voice to deal with this problem, you are then the you're problem. being irresponsible. Number one. But, but wait. <laughs> number two. Number two. Uh-huh. Number two. And also, and we think the solution to this problem is talking about contraception. Yeah. Number Which is well. Yeah. Number, number three. <laughs> number three. <laughs> There's something you said about um the best way to do it would be like using like radio, using education, using mm-hmm. any etc 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 etc. Mm-hmm. But again, let me remind. Especially edu- let me focus on education. Let me remind you. That because we all know TV is not accessible everywhere in Kenya. Really that are, no, that is a misconception. Yeah. Really is not accessible yeah. everywhere in Kenya. Yeah. But yeah. education is accessible. That is Put it in the police. Wait. Wait. Is that church accessible? No. Okay. Maybe. That is where you go. Wrong. Wrong. Thank you. Hey, we here to Realize. Realize that there are people who, like in primary, do we have any contraceptive education? Mm. Only gender, gender counseling. Me, I didn't have any me, 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 contraception education. Me, I had contraception education in high school, year form four, and you Priscilla and Asema in CRE. You know who approves the CRE syllabus? The church. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And just one section of the church, it's like Catholics, Protestants, and mm-hmm. like the all ACK, PCA, they all sign off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So clearly, they can see it's an issue that needs to be addressed. They don't have to address it in their house. Why don't they want to address it in house? Clearly, by them putting it in their own syllabus that they approve, they have seen that there is a problem. Can I say something? And that, no, there is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and they will say, I'm the producer. <laughs> there is a problem. Well, and yeah, no, 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 it's okay. okay. That there is a problem and the problem needs to be addressed and the research need to address it with the CRD syllabus. But the CRD syllabus is taught at form four. Not everybody, a, a large chunk of Kenyans don't even make it to class eight. Like did you after COVID, how many girls did we just do doctorate of school? Sixty-eight thousand mm-hmm. girls in Nairobi were pregnant by June twenty twenty. In you Nairobi. Yeah. No. Oh wow. No, yeah. <laughs> in Nairobi. And I can I only assume in, in rural in more rural areas the it number was, was higher, was way significant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if these people are not going to school, these people are not going to uh, if they're not going to school, they don't have, have that much of a great access to the radio or the or TVs or whatever, then what's the one thing, even in your village, what's the one thing that's there? In my village, Akuna Stima, yes. but there are five churches. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If And these churches, a lot of them are attached to me. A lot of churches are attached to like bigger churches, you know. Mm. Like they, even if you're independent and you start to see you can listen to preach about me, 
wasichana wao atonangi girls falling pregnant obvious squeezy ama tupeleka mtoto wetu Nairobi ajarudi na boy amerudi vizu vizuri ajarudi na kamtu kana mrescot you see and so if we have so many chache if we have so many teachers in this country the biggest of whom are already signing off on teaching contraception to people in schools then where are we saying the same people who send off on it are saying okay yeah you can teach it in school and like we're okay with it in our syllabus but uh, it's not our responsibility to teach it they've already shown that it is a problem by having it in their syllabus mm-hmm. and they have no problem with having it in their syllabus however now to go and say that it's a contradiction for them to speak about it in their own house is not it being a contradiction it's them being hypocrites period can i say something can i can i say something about uh, specifically the education but then maybe for link can take over i think we'll take it back to me then oh after after after, 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 after so mm-hmm. i think the church signs off on the content so first of all CRE is not developed entirely by the church. I feel like the church gives inputs into the CRE syllabus. Yeah, the CRE syllabus is produced by the Kenya what yes, like, by KCD, but the Kenya Institute of Curriculum Development. Development. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think the church signs off on the information about the Bible in the CRE textbook. Yeah. Which means that when they talk about Jesus and these things and nini nini, that that the church come the church comes together, all generations come together to agree. Yes, we agree Jesus died on the cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. Yes, we agree Jesus died on the cross. Yes, we agree. If it was up to the church, I can guarantee you the church would not put the contraceptive things over there. I think the government, I think the government, the KICD is involved in the contraceptive thing. The contraceptive information being put in the CRE syllabus. If it was up to the church, I guarantee it would not be in that syllabus. But I don't think the church has everything to do with the syllabus. Yeah. That book is first and foremost a book by the KICD. Then it is approved by the church. The information that they put in there is what is approved by the church, not the contraception part. I can guarantee, pal. Let me tell you, the church is a stake in again in policy. Um, yeah. the church is a stakeholder. It's the, but it's not the biggest one. The church is a. It is the curriculum for Christians. If you remember in high school, for those of us, it's not the curriculum for Christians. Yeah. yeah, it's Christian. Wait, okay, fine. It's Christian religious education. Yeah, even Islamic religious education, Hindu religious education, they all have both that seat with KCD to approve whatever is in that book. If they say no, KCD has to go back, work on it, present it. That's why you see things like. There was a topic we were learning about. I think it was baptism, mm-hmm. and I remember this so well because I was like, oh, like they brought in different doctrines, and I moved to the forward. I think the forward is what they mentioned, like who signed off on it, and the forward was signed off by that committee. That committee is the same committee. The inter, it's not the interfaith, but it looks like the interfaith committee, mm-hmm. like different denominational. Yeah, inter- interdenominational. Inter- yeah, mm-hmm. like different churches are on it. I can bet you our own bishop probably sat on that or we had a representative on that panel panel mm-hmm. and they said they go through that book if they don't go through that book then they're being irresponsible mm-hmm. plain and simple mm-hmm. they're being irresponsible so Power. they should go back and say take it out mm-hmm. we don't want it but for as long as they're allowing it to remain in that syllabus 
then they are being hypocritical. But they are not down to have the final say. That's what I'm trying to say. They are not down to the final say. But they are stakeholder. But even if you are the stakeholder, you they are not KSD. That's what I'm trying to say. They are not the ones who, because listen, the education of this country recognizes, the education board recognizes the laws of the country. The laws of the country say that Kenya is a secular state. If Kenya is a secular state, therefore the educational components that are within the Kenyan society must include secular things that are going on in our society. Because we cannot, because in the church, we cannot have this conversation. It has been put in some form in the educational sector. However, Pauline and I are saying, Sine Pauline, yes. Pauline and I are saying <laughs> that we recognize that it's not being done well in the educational sector because these theory teachers, most of them are strong Christians and they're conservative. Therefore, introduce it as a major subject in class six. Because we know it's starting to happen. At class well, five. Even at class five, because people are people are starting to have this, to do these things at, at as 10. early as the age of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but ten, I don't know. Yeah, 10. yeah as early as the age of ten. But mm-hmm. now for you guys in the experience, like 13, 12, 12 that was the age yeah, that this thing ten, 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 yeah. ten is an accurate age, yeah. Mm-hmm. But now to please now the older generation, twelve, thirteen. Yeah. Class class you understand? Mm. So that's what Pauline is saying. Put a full class there. Because we understand that churches are in every village and everything, but we still have to understand that the church's role is to uphold Christian values. And the Christian values say, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the, the renewal, renewal of, of your, your mind. mind. And, and the renewal of your mind is being abstinent until... You are married. At the end of the day, that's the position of the church. Okay, (laughs) we 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 hear you. We hear you. But then, what what? (laughs) I thought um, we go nafunga. (laughs) Nafunga, nafunga. It's just this last one thing. It's like chap chap. Hopefully, (laughs) um, what about in a situation of um unwanted sex? You know, like rape. Now, what happens in that situation? Um, what? Like but you could have had contraception anyway, it's rape. It's rape. So no, but after pill is a form of contraception. Yeah, yeah and you would have learned it in school. Yeah, you'd have learned it in school after been, yeah. Yeah, but the reality of thing of, of life is I didn't do Siari. Me had no knowledge. That's what you're saying. It should be an incompatible subject in class. True. True. I do not refuse. But is it now? Exactly what the government wanted. Nika, try and run. Um, you know, and there's like five million subjects already. Why not introduce one? Yeah, I one. CB, do you know? Do you know how difficult it is to change policy for the judge to wake up tomorrow and say we are teaching about contraception? It is okay. It's not always one man, but it, it can be one man who decides and says, yeah. and they do. But then we get that approved. But then one man. Then you go back. Then you go back to the same, same. Then you go back to the same churches. To ask them for approval. You're not asking you know, them for approval. It's, 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 it's one 
subject. Oh, sorry. It will yeah. 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 just become a denominational thing. Yeah. So let's say the Catholic Church says, okay, yes, we'll teach about contraception. Then it will become Protestant. Like, have you seen those Catholics? Mm. You know, now that nowadays they teach their children they can have sex before marriage. Okay. That's all the it's church, going to become. The church, the church can't agree on one thing, but the government and the education system can. So why do you think, why can't it be taught in both spheres? In both spheres, well, yeah. Because the church, both? because of the church's stand on sex before marriage. Okay, okay, no. okay, okay, okay. Fine, fine. I get, I get you. I get you. Sure. Girl, <laughs> sorry, 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 don't get me. No, but like, think about it. So a girl gets raped, and then she just has a baby. No, because she the church take me too because. No, but that's not the reality on the ground at the moment. Even the reality now. on the ground is not that the church has agreed to talk about Tango, you've changed India to change policy that to change public opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wongo. Wongo. Do you know what public participation is in policy making? Do you know what that is? Two aspects, not one way. As a psychologist, way, stick to psychology. No, but I feel like Christian values are very heavily have been heavily embedded in our society. Mm. And if the Christian leaders are not going to agree to bring contraception, contraceptive education inside their churches, then it might be an easier route to use policy. So should you think good, but do you think nonetheless that contraception should be taught in the church? You're last saying no, you're yeah. saying yes. Okay, so, yeah. okay. so let's, okay. let's, oh, I'll be yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Let me, let me, let okay. me, yes, I, well. I feel like this might not end, so let me try yeah. and end it. Okay. Um, Last time when we recorded this episode, we had mentioned something about you guys had had like brought about some level of compromise mm. where, um, especially in cases where, um, you know, it wasn't precedented, um, they should at least have some information on, like I don't know, some level of contraception. Yeah. yeah. So you guys mentioned. P two and mm. the after pull uh, the after pill. Mm-hmm. So does does your opinion still stand? Yeah, yeah. I think I have many thoughts in my mind. I think my opinion. Let me say our opinion for now. Yeah. Because, no, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> it still stands because when you teach about P two, mm. P two could should only be taken like three to four times a year max. Mm. Yeah? yeah. So. If you tell them, if you're talking, if you're talking in your church and say, okay, we've told you all these stories about abstaining and, you know, waiting until marriage, we recognize that some people don't get to make that choice for themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you, if that happens and you're not able to make that choice for yourself, then there's this P2 that you can take in any event of any emergency, you know. So that one is recognizing the evils in our society and trying to help Christians not overcome them because like, it's not you've not overcome everything that comes with, you know, something mm. so difficult. But you're making the consequences. Yeah, you're, you're at least, like, lessening the... Because now the having a tenet of rape, that, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do still agree with that thought of, like, talk about P2 because I don't think P2 is enabling repetitive behavior as mm. much as permanent, no, let me say constant contraceptives mm. does because for P2 you're like, hey, this, like, this will mess with my body if I take it more than three to four times a year, so this emergency only for emergencies so it might, to some extent, it might promote, like, first time experimentation, but it won't go to the length that constant contraceptives, mm. daily contraceptives, will. Mm. Mm. 
I think um, I just wanted to fight about the statistics, but it's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 do it later, like off 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 record. Yeah. Um, is that not some level of contraceptive education? Tamiron, Maliza, Maliza, I think what um, I will say before she finishes the episode, if um you feel strongly about this topic and any side. Please go and fight in our comments. Fight for uh, us on our Instagram. Yeah. Don't yeah. fight us personally. Don't fight us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't, give us your opinion. don't fight us. Don't be our first hater. Thank you. That's only hater, yeah. Leave yeah. us your opinion in the comments of our reel that are so ably done by Tamiron and Pearl. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So leave your comments there, or if you don't want to tell the world, tell our DMs. Mm. Yeah, we would share without your consent. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. I think as we conclude, we can all agree that the church has failed when it comes to teaching effectively about abstinence. About abstinence. Yes. 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 How we fix that? Is agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. So what? Hey, that has been a interesting episode. Do you have anything to say? And just some other. Okay. So it's been a very interesting episode. Hands have flown all over. Hey, I listened to that video. Words, words have been thrown around as well, but. Man, this is a good episode. I really enjoy it, yeah. and I hope you enjoy it as well. I hope yeah. uh, you feel our heat. I think this was more heated than the previous. So yeah, probably. this is actually yeah. more heated because we already need each other's opinions. So yeah, you can yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at p3t podcast. Uh, write us an email at p3t podcast ke at gmail dot com. Yeah. Um, and yeah, have yourselves a wonderful day. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.